Welcome to the Happy Never After podcast. I am your host, Amara Merrick. I have been divorced three times and lived to tell the tales. I've uh, also been engaged publicly seven times. Uh, men don't ask their wives publicly unless you are for sure that she wants to say yes because later she will regret it. Anyway, I am with... <laughs> <laughs> my one of my favorite people on the planet. I love him so much. He is the host of uh, Derek Mansplains at all. Is that yep. what it's called? That okay. Was, yeah, that was yep. the podcast you were a guest on. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Several times I was a guest. I, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, series regular. <laughs> uh, one of my best friends, Derek Humphrey. Hey. hey. How you doing? I'm glad that you qualified that you were publicly engaged. I know. Well, it's rude, I think. To I ask guess, somebody in public? Yes. Yeah, To, I like, agree. make a whole thing? Yeah. It's, it's, you're obligated to say yes. Oh, for sure. I, I like, there are videos on YouTube of people saying no. Oh, my God. I know. Shit. <laughs> there have been, like, I told you as soon as I drink Coke Zero, I'm going to start, I'm going to have gas. Yeah. I, I feel a burp coming. Oh. It's, okay. it's going to get gross. I'm All married. Right. I'm, I'm married currently. <laughs> Currently, and, <laughs> and she's I, gonna dump you. <laughs> I hear a lot of women burps. So burp did away. You, did you? Do you guys fart in front of each other? Unfortunately. <laughs> when did that start? Um, oh God, probably when we moved in together. Really? Yeah. Was it like a secret one? It was like one slip out, and then all of a sudden you were like, "Oh fuck!" Well, we opened that door. Yeah, basically. And then now <laughs> we're like. It's, I mean, she doesn't even bother (laughs) (laughs) at all. (laughs) She's just like, like the dog, like it's her and the dog just farting, ripping it up. Oh my God. I would kill for that life. I never have farted in front of anyone. I, well, one time I did, but it was a sleeping one. (laughs) (laughs) I woke us both up. I had never had either. In fact, like the one time I did fart in front of a girl, I was like, this is, I'm pretty sure this relationship's over. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's like a true signifier that we're married. Yes. Yeah. No, I think it's, uh, I actually don't mind when uh, anybody farts in front of me. I think it's hilarious. I laugh every time. Yeah. Uh, unless I'm like really grouchy and in the middle of like yelling at them. And then, and then I'm like, that is disgusting. Yeah, yeah. It's all circumstantial. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right? Like, you know, at a wedding, it's not so great. Uh, I mean, that's kind of funny. Or a funeral. <laughs> Actually, that's probably pretty hilarious. <laughs> but I get in like these real serious moments with my wife. And <laughs> when she wants to blow it off with a fart, <laughs> that sends me over the river. I'm just like angry. I'm fucking pissed. <laughs> I can swear on this, right? I've heard this before. Of course, <laughs> yes. I can. Um, yeah. So we're we're farting stages, that's for sure. <laughs> I mean, one time when we were first dating, she um, she was really drunk and she uh, peed, like brought me into a bathroom to like have a conversation with me and sat down <laughs> to pee, and I was like so appalled. Really? Are you serious? Yeah. Like? Just because I uh, my wife is like I've been I. I We've been together for over six years, like between dating and married. Mm-hmm. But before that, I mean, I had only ever been with women for like maybe nine months at a time. And that was like the, like that just it's like, like the honeymoon stage where they're still pretending to be someone else. Right. Like, yeah. Basically. Still perfect. Then, yeah. Then when you <laughs> yeah. start to find out who each other really are, I'm like, well, I'm, I'm jumping off this ship. <laughs> 
creating a life raft <laughs> to get the fuck out of here. It's a submarine, but I'm fucking out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I am on my way to the surface. <laughs> um, and so it was never, we. I'd never gotten to that level of comfort mm-hmm. with somebody. Even like, even though when you have sex with somebody, it's like pretty much the most intimate thing that you could do. And vulnerable thing that you could do in front of a person. Yeah. For the most part. You're and like then, spitting in each other's faces and like you've got hair. You're making weird shoulder raise face. You know, like have you ever watched anyone do a shoulder raise and they got that weird twitch in there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what you're doing. To, right. Yeah. yeah. And for 30 seconds, that woman's getting the most vulnerable me. <laughs> 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 we never crossed the precipice into uh, into farting and, and pissing and being. I know I knew it happened, uh, just not in front of me. <laughs> I peed in front of George, not in front of him, in front of him. But I peed. Um, I really had to go when he was in the shower, yeah. and I was like, just. Make sure that you stay in the shower. And I had to really concentrate to go. Yeah. <laughs> I was like relaxing. And he goes, are you pooping? I was like, no, I just can't pee with you this close. Yeah. I was like, this is so uncomfortable. I did try to pee on him in the shower once. Oh, uh, how, how's that work with women? You well, I was going to like sco- like splash it on him. Yeah, because yeah. he's peed on me in the shower before. Like oh. I was rinsing out my hair and I had my head back. And I could feel something hitting my quad. And I was like, wait. How is warmer water hitting my <laughs> leg? Do we have another shower head? <laughs> With a different temperature? Yeah, with a steady stream of even warmer water. <laughs> this water smells like Bud Light. What the <laughs> and I laughed a lot when I like looked up and I saw him peeing and I laughed and then all I could think about was getting him back. Oh, I bet, yeah. So, Revenge. yeah. But oh. then I couldn't... I was standing there like... Looking like I was trying to push something out, and he's like, "What's wrong with you?" And I'm, yeah. like, I'm trying to pee. <laughs> it takes a lot of effort. <laughs> now, now we're at the point where if I'm in the shower, she just knocks on the door, "Babe, uh, <laughs> I gotta go to the bathroom." <laughs> Slams the toilet seat down, ruining my serenity. <laughs> <laughs> like the shower is my one escape where I feel like I'm at least alone for a couple minutes. <laughs> and then I hear just this waterfall crescendo of urine hitting the toilet bowl. <laughs> I'm like, great. All right. Well, we're married. Um, yeah. I don't, I, um, I Airbnb'd out my place for the summer. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. And I live with, um, really super fun chicks like i love them yeah. so much and uh let's hear you qualify though <laughs> <laughs> no i really do but i'm never alone anymore yeah and it doesn't matter because before i would have friends over and i would do things but then they would leave but now i have like friends over and then they leave and there's still people there <laughs> yeah yeah even it was so cute i feel like everybody's my kids now because uh we, we watch big little lies together on my bed Oh, cute. And then they felt like Casey fell asleep and she had like her, she was in an awkward position. So she had like a little light snore going. So I just shut the TV off and I was like, well, I guess I just sleep with a lot of animals and people now. (laughs) (laughs) You've uh, you've created this home, this haven. Yeah. And in my head, I'm like, I would love to be alone for a minute. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I actually didn't mind that. That was really adorable. But uh, yeah, it was like, I'm never alone anymore. Yeah. Ever. We we have a 
pretty nice. I mean, we got a pretty decent apartment. We have a we have a spare bedroom, and we were thinking about renting it out just to save money, mm-hmm. you know, and and this expensive ass city. And I'm like, fuck that. I just don't want to have people around like that. Yeah, your personal happiness is worth so yeah. much more than yeah the eight nine hundred dollars or whatever it is that you're gonna rent out your room for. Oh, absolutely. Our marriage is so much better without a third. We we rented out to an actor friend who was down on his luck last year. Needed a place to stay. We rented out to him for three months, and he was a friend of ours, and it was still taxing. It's so much. We had uh, my first husband and I. We went on a vacation up and around uh, the Michigan, the Mitten. Yeah, which it's actually very pretty, and I suggest it's everyone beautiful. do it. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's really beautiful. Yeah, people want to shit on Michigan, myself included. It's <laughs> I was born there. I'm me too. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that me? Is that my phone? Damn it, Derek. I don't think that's me. Maybe it's me. I'm sorry. Oopsies. I just silenced. um, That was Steven Spielberg. I just (laughs) silenced him. (laughs) Sorry, I'm busy, Steven. (laughs) Call back, Spielies. Uh, Yeah, no. So we went, we were going on this trip, and our friend just broke up with his girlfriend, and he was just so sad. So my husband invited him along on this 10-day road trip with us. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. We had a... That's good for our new marriage. It is. <laughs> I think we had a Denali at the time. And so he sat in the, the second row where we had, like, TVs for his kids. Yeah. And um, I kept offering the headsets to him. I was like, you can just put a headset on. But instead, he would, like, scooch forward and put his arms in between the two chairs and talk to us. And then uh, we would get him snacks like he was a five-year-old. And one time he was like, he had a gummy bear. And he he was like, I'm choking, I'm choking. I was like, first of all, (laughs) if you can tell me that you're choking, you're not choking. (laughs) Second of all, I want you to die. So (laughs) Keep choking, bitch. Keep choking. (laughs) I cannot remember what this guy's name is, but I can see him. I'm like, I can see what he looks like in between the chairs. I'm like, I hate you so much. Yeah, we sent him home on a on a bus. I hate being the third wheel, <laughs> in, especially in, in like a romantic like it's supposed yeah. to be romantic situation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel like the third wheel in my own marriage. To <laughs> <laughs> you and your your wife and your dog. In between my wife and my dog, and me, I'm like the, Derek I'll, has the best dog ever. I do have a cute dog, a very <laughs> beautiful bulldog, and my wife loves her more than me. <laughs> And I love my dog more than her, so we both <laughs> love our dog. That's our constant joke of, like, who loves the dog the most. <laughs> what is your dog's name? Henrietta Winterbottom. Oh, my God. Yeah. Hey, they were casting this show about people that love their dog too much. I'm going to suggest you. Oh, please do. Yes. Suggest my wife. They. Uh, <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> well, they sent it to me, and I was like, yes. And then I went, wait a minute. Am I an obnoxious dog owner? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> What's the math on this? I don't. I mean, maybe my dog shit next to the stage last night at my rooftop show, and um, I cleaned it up and let him stay. But whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you didn't know any better. You know, my uh, my dog knows better, and she still doesn't. She, I mean, she doesn't shit, but like she will wake us up in the morning when she wants something. You know. Um, <laughs> Barks when she wants a toy. Like she just look and then she'll stamp her foot to her. And she's like, I want this toy. And then she'll get the toy. She's like, ah. That's the only time she barks. Is for like whatever like she when wants. She wants something. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Frank 
doesn't really bark either. It's crazy. Okay, so what uh, do you love being married? I do. Surprisingly enough, I do. For as much as I shit talk, <laughs> as I've said before, marriage is the only institution thus far in my life that has not failed me. Well, it's only been like what three years, four years. The, it's three years in October, um, so there's still plenty give it of time. time. Give it time. <laughs> I know, still plenty of time. I, I, yeah, but well, I'm um, kidding, everybody that's listening. I believe in marriage <laughs> if it works for them. Okay, continue. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it doesn't work for everybody. That's for sure. I hung out. Uh, you know, her, her and I will get into arguments or whatever, and I'll be like, you know what, I. I wish I was single again, so I don't have to like go through this shit. Because like, you think being single is is easier, and in some ways it is. But then like, I'll hang out with somebody who's single. Like I hung out, I I hung out with somebody the other night, and I'm like listening to her talk, and I'm like, this sucks. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't want to go through dating. Was again. it me? <laughs> <laughs> no, surprisingly enough. Um, <laughs> no, it was just it was just like a, a comedy adjacent person and and who I really like, but um, you had to spend like a lot of time in close quarters recently together, and I was like, oh god, I couldn't be in a, I couldn't, I just couldn't date again, I couldn't go like, I couldn't feign interest, I couldn't do any of that sort of stuff. I know, it really, this world sucks. Like I. Broke up with George two Sundays ago. Oh, you guys broke up. Yeah. Wait, but, are you back together again? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Two Sundays ago we broke up, and then one Sunday ago... <laughs> uh, I know all the listeners are going to be really mad, but I, ha- I, we just went right back to talking like normal, and then we hung out like normal, and then it doesn't feel like we're all the way back together, but it doesn't feel like we're not. And uh, it's really... F- I'm like... What? Why am I being such a fucking pussy? Just either cut the cord or be with him. Like, make a decision. Right, yeah. I don't know. We tried that. Well, I I, I knew my wife and I were going to get married from, like, the first date. Really? Yeah. And that's why I broke up with her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, a couple months later, I was like, man, this is just, I was, like, I was kind of new to New York, and I just didn't really want. You're like, I already met her? What the hell? I didn't even get to be like single and stick my dick in things. Right, yeah. And so um, I dated a couple people around the time that I met her, and then, but they were in acting or comedy. Mm -hmm. And I was like, ugh. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) There can only be one high maintenance person in a relationship, (laughs) and that's me. (laughs) (laughs) And so we broke up, and then we got back together. We tried like hanging out as friends, and then it didn't really work it doesn't work if you actually like love each other it never works right yeah yeah Yeah. i've had ex-girlfriends be like we could be friends i'm like no we can't well i told george uh, a couple nights ago i was like it really sucked because you were actually becoming my real best friend i know i call everyone on the planet my best friend yeah but uh i really thought like he was becoming that person and it's hard to break that and so i was like it this is the hardest part because now we have to separate, which I think gave him a little ammunition because I was like vulnerable and I was just telling him this. Yeah. And uh, and then he really kind of went full force back in as normal. And I was like, damn it. I think that was my fault. I think you shouldn't share. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing, though, too, is is about being in a relationship is learning to be kind of vulnerable. 
And, sucks. Yeah. And uh, from all the experiences I've had in relationships or being like uh, or dating and whatnot, trust is like the most important yes. factor in a marriage or any relationship. And so, you know, if we didn't trust each other, it sure wouldn't work. I know. And we had a little hiccup. While I was on my bike ride, saving the earth and saving the people of it. I remember the hiccup. Yeah, that was a tough hiccup. And uh, I I got over the hiccup. (laughs) 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 Oh my God, I have to tell you something. So I went with my roommates to the sip and sketch thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where you sketch a nude person. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I took. My, we all took ecstasy before we. <laughs> 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 we didn't know what we were going to be sketching, and uh, <laughs> yeah. it was like, "Oh, it's a lady." <laughs> and then, uh, okay, perfect tits, perfect. Hell yeah, hermit <laughs> crab of a vagina. <laughs> this, <laughs> I don't know. If you've seen a lot of different vaginas. I haven't seen yeah. one like this, but it was like, it it had like full roast beef coloring. Just Audi of the oh wow labia menorah. So yeah. it was like perfect labia majora, beautiful. Sure. That menorah was just out there. Maybe it had a big clit it was covering. I don't know, <laughs> but it was such an Audi. And I was so high that I was like, We've been staring at that. <laughs> Can I rub it? Yeah. I'm on ecstasy. <laughs> why do you have this baby's fist between your <laughs> And why is it so mad? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's like a, yeah, that's a. It was a rough, I didn't, never drew it. Oh. I was like, I can't <laughs> like look a, a void. Every time they were like, she was never crossing her legs. I was like, in every picture of mine, she's crossing her legs. Because yeah. <laughs> I don't want to uh, have to reference a National <laughs> Geographic in order to make sure I get this box to scale. <laughs> and everybody's badges are different for sure. Yeah, just like dudes' dicks are different. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Some I, more disappointing than others. <laughs> a lot more disappointing. I mean, yeah, I mean, um, yeah I've only. Fucked one dude with a uh, turtleneck. Oh, and that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. I bet for women, it's probably a different. Yeah, it's a little. You're like, oh, and the only reason is because you do read about like the diseases that can transfer between easier between a dude that has a a, a mock neck and one that's just none. You know, right? <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah. Yeah, you're like, oh, what are you keeping under there? <laughs> well, that's uh, why you have to keep it clean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Everybody's different. Uh, oh my god, you have a turtleneck. Some people. <laughs> some people are religious. Um, some people are not. Derek has a turtle bag. Maybe it's never been an issue for anybody before. <laughs> well, I think it was just different because uh, his was like two-tone skin. Oh. So yeah. it, it was like a full experience. It was like a butterfly coming out of the cocoon. It's like when um, fruit roll-ups had two different flavors <laughs> in one <Yeah>. bar. <laughs> I, was like, I was always like, whoa, what is, why is that one part? White and the other part yeah. is Tanner. I don't know. Yeah, we went from cherry to grape pretty <laughs> quick. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so everybody's genitals are different. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's one of those things I try not to to I guess from having my own experience with it, but try not to sh- to like necessarily make anybody feel bad for it. It's not like anything they did. No, I try to make fun of people. No, for, it's what like, God gave them or whatever, whoever gave them. Right, and it is all in how you use it, I guess. Yeah, or well. you can just go get it taken care of. Yeah, I heard though when you get the turtleneck removed that it just becomes like this meat. Hammer. Oh, I was thinking about that. Um, oh, the ladies. The, yeah. Um, overgrown box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I think you should just deli slice that right off, you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> such a horrible image. That's such a horrible image. Just. Remind um, me not to go to <laughs> sip and paint. <laughs> Pino's Palette out in <laughs> Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> but so you and George are not together, Kurt. But you're kind of talking still. Yeah, I think. I mean, he. Gave I read me the reviews of the podcast, and people <laughs> are going to be like, "You could. What are you doing?" I know they're going to be really mad. And uh, <sighs> last night we had my rooftop show, and he messaged me, and he was like, "Do you want my help?" And then. I was like, no, that's okay. It's going to be really hot, and you're just going to bitch, and then I'm going to have to take care of you on top of it. I didn't say all those things, but I was yeah. like, no, you don't have to. But then the doors were open, supposed to be open at 8, and we had like 20 people come at 7.30. Oh, wow. And so I was, I only brought enough for the people that, like, I only bought enough beer for this 26 tickets that we sold, yeah. and there was an additional, like, way more people, and so I was like, fuck, I'm going to run out of beer and ice and, like, all this crap. So oh, wow. I messaged him, and I was like, can you please come and help me? So he dropped off some ice, and he gave me an extra table. And oh, that's sweet of him. I know. Yeah. He's really trying. I mean, those are points in his favor, but, uh, you know, sometimes those efforts are just like, ah, let me. Too late. Yeah, sometimes too late, and it's also like, and I'm not, I've only, I've only met George, I think, once, and he's been he's been nice to me, so I don't want to shit on him. But sometimes it's like, uh, yeah, I'm doing this because I'm trying to stay in good graces, but I will fail you again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which, uh, he's trying to... Okay, so one of my big things when we were breaking up was, I was like, okay, we're never going to go on a, like, a trip together. He doesn't hike with me. I do a lot of outdoor things. He doesn't do any outdoor things. Uh, like, I... <laughs> even when we went to go... To the beach, I could swim, and he was like, can you come in a little bit closer? Can you come in? Like, he couldn't swim. George. <laughs> and I was like, I was, you know, a placing Ironman athlete, so, yeah. like, no, yeah. I'm going to swim. I'm just going to do yeah, my I'm own thing. Swim, yeah, man. like, calm down. I'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, like, little things. I would just like to find somebody that was, that could enjoy the things that I like to enjoy. Yeah. But then on the other hand, we c- this like I have a lot of fun with them. I don't know. So the one of the big things was that we weren't going to plan any trips or do anything, and then we weren't going to move in together. And then uh, he wants to take to- me to Mexico. Hmm. Hmm. Do I take the free trip? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know. I know a lot of women who automatically would. Yeah. But I mean, the thing that you're cons- the fact that you're considering it and not just jumping into it says 
enough about your character. Oh, thanks. Well, because, you know, those things are important that you just listed. Like, my wife and I, we didn't see, we had to really kind of work to that point. We're at the point now where I'm like, I, I know, like because she's like so smart and ambitious. <laughs> and-, <laughs> and I'm dumb. <laughs> Happy to sit around. Um, now she... She's like hike Kilimanjaro and that sort of shit, and like yeah, your wife is badass. Yeah, she wants to do the. Doesn't she have a PhD? Uh, she has a couple of masters. She's working on a PhD. Jesus. Yeah, I got my high school diploma in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so now I'm like the one who's like planning out hiking stuff because I never used to hike. Before. Yeah. I'm like fuck. I play basketball, and uh, you know, guns and whatever, but, like <laughs> dude stuff. And now I'm like all about. That stuff it's fun more. though, right? Yeah. Oh shit! Sorry, that was her. Um, <laughs> no, it's super fun. She like knows. now, I'm like now I'm like the one with like the all trails membership to be like, I'm ready to to go explore new places and whatever and all that sort of shit. Yeah. So, you just have to be careful of, over on this side. I got Lyme disease three times. Wow. <laughs> How many did you go to a tick field? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, think I just. <laughs> I bought them. I brought them home. <laughs> it was oh. like, oh, <laughs> no. I uh, <laughs> I used to sleep out. I would get there really in the middle of the night yeah. and then start hiking at like 3.30, 4 in the morning. Yeah. And uh, so I could see the sunrise. Oh, good. Overrated. And not <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, nature. <laughs> and uh, I just kept, because I was outside so much, I just kept getting bit. East Coast, so many ticks. Yeah. West Coast, none. Never yeah. had to think about it. Yeah. Here, crazy amount. Well, we went on our honeymoon. We went hiking. Uh, we went and drove around the country and went hiking all through like the Pacific Northwest. You guys are so cute. Yeah, I'm surprised we didn't kill each other. <laughs> but because we were just in a fucking Volkswagen <gasps> rabbit for five weeks driving around the country. What? Yeah. With our gear and stuff. So many fights. Um <laughs> <laughs> and but like stupid fights at that stage. Yeah, somewhat stupid. Or, or like, hey, comedy sucks, and I hate being a part of it. <laughs> I'm like, well, this is my life. <laughs> <laughs> She's coming around so much more to that though, because comedy is like a super tough job. Yeah, it really is. You know? And she like, uh, we were like, and it, it takes up so much of your time. Yeah, that's where I'm very lucky as well that we have such a good understanding because I'm gone all the time. All nights. Yeah. When you want to just be at home snuggling with your significant other. Right. Yeah, that sucks. Do you guys set out times to yeah, we've with gotten, each other? Yeah, we've gotten way better about it. Saturdays, like, during the day, we just make sure that we have, like, a whole day planned of mm-hmm. going up to, you know, Bear Mountain or whatever or something like that and we just set aside the whole day where we can go do that sort of thing and if i don't have any shows on a saturday which is kind of rare we'll make sure that we do some that bragging (laughs) (laughs) kind of in demand Um, I don't know what your economy is, but if you're into free bar shows, uh, I'm your guy. <laughs> Check my Insta. I put them up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we do that for sure. And But that was like kind of a fight. I mean, and not like a fight like we're arguing, but like a, I should say like a struggle to meet in the middle. I talked about this before, but my dad wanted to be a race car pit crew. That was like his dream. Oh, hell yeah. And uh, he was working for Roush Racing when he met my mom. And he was in the pit crew, and he was he worked on engines and uh, still does. And uh, when my mom got pregnant, 
pretty quickly, uh, five and a half months before they get married. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, my mom was like, you have to get a real job. Like, well, he, through my sister's, uh, like, youth up till the two, she, he was still trying to do it. And then mom got pregnant with me, and my mom was like, I want things. Like, I want a house. I want things. Yeah. I don't want to be poor anymore, so get a different job. And he gave up racing, and he started working with my grandpa in Tool and Die. And uh, I didn't see it when I was younger, but as I was getting older, you could see him, like, emotionally dying. Like, his soul was, like, oh, slipping yeah. out of his body. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. something that she, she worries about, too, because there are a lot of times... I mean, she's a teacher. She has the summers off. And she said, she said I could probably get you a job working for the schools so we would have the same schedule yeah so we could like travel together during the summers and stuff like that and, but she go you know, she's cognizant of it enough to go well if you do that though that means you'd be giving up on comedy and you would be miserable and i don't want to be around you when you're miserable yeah <laughs> so we just have to learn to work to meet in the middle and it's kind of better when you miss each other a little bit yeah, for sure. I'd like to experience that. <laughs> <laughs> she actually leaves She leaves in like 10, 12 days to go to Europe. For how long? She's going to, uh, five weeks. Whoa. Yeah, she's doing... Wait, isn't this what you used to do with her every August? We last... No. Um, Didn't you used to go on like a long trip? We went on a couple, yeah. But she last year she went to Asia, and I was like, no, I need to keep doing comedy. Yeah. Which I I like. I told Micah Fox about it, and she was like, was it worth it? <laughs> <laughs> and surprisingly enough, it was. It was worth it. But this summer, I, I made the decision to stay behind, and I don't know if it's going to be worth it. Well. Because yeah, but 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 oh, here's the thing though. She's going with my mom and her mom, so like she's going to spend time with them. Okay, I have to tell you something, and this is not just me puffing smoke, but you did my pilot. Yeah. I went, I've spent a good 20 hours editing uh, yeah. and just piecing out like little things and going back and forth and trying to figure out which ones are the best. You were by far the funniest. Oh, thank you. It was, I uh, mean, there was nobody else that was funny, but uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, Karen? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, but... uh yeah, I was like, fucking Derek is great. Oh, thank you. It was so good. That was just me working out. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I kept I you know the other day I was on I was on I was on a set and they had those um bands. Yes. Like we were doing over there and I was like, you got I couldn't even recreate the moment that I did when I fell on the ground. <laughs> I, I, I I was explaining about I was I was doing a thing with Boris and I was like, man, I was like, I couldn't I'm not a physical comic. I couldn't recreate that to, First of all, you life. said before you fell down, I'm not a physical comic. Then you fell. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. then, and the best part is we all walked off set. <laughs> all of us. But you were just laying there on the ground. It was the best moment. Yeah, that was humbling. <laughs> that was stoops that humbling. Was Derek yeah. using a TRX. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, let's, let's get back to marriage. Are your parents married? Uh, they are not. Well, my, my biological parents are not. What do you mean, biological parents? Like, my mom and my dad are not, but my mom is remarried to my stepdad. Okay. Yeah, my uh -huh. mom is remarried. My dad was remarried. He's passed away. Oh. Yeah. When yeah. did he kick it? Um, What year is it? 2019? <laughs> so it's, it's going on, like, 15 years ago now. Were you close with your dad? No. Okay. No, he's a dick. Oh, <laughs> yeah. why? Um, 
he he was selfish. Okay. Yeah, he him and my mom didn't last long at all. They were she they got married when she was like eighteen. Okay. You know, as you do which in is Ohio, cool. Michigan. Yes, yeah, I was yeah. like, which is normal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, Michigan in the seventies. Yeah, of course. We of got course. Married right after graduation. <laughs> Michigan in the nineties and two thousands. I was like, when was I even? Yeah, of course you get married in the eighteen yeah, nineteen. They yeah, they still do it there. It's a time honored tradition. <laughs> what else? Making a there mistake to do? too young. Yeah. You're like, we should celebrate graduating high school. Let's get married. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's just combine it with prom. <laughs> 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 you got a dress on. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So mom and dad got married when she was 18. Yeah. And then divorced. Like when she was pregnant with me, she was like, this guy, he was a dick and um, abusive, self-centered uh, drugs, all that sort of stuff. And then she got pregnant with me and she's like, I'm not going to raise a kid around this guy. Oh, so she left while she was pregnant. She, she, they were officially divorced. Like I think within like the first six months of me being born. Whoa. Yeah. And then, he was still kind of like hanging around, like trying to contribute, but like his contributions were so far outweighed by all the detriments that he would mm-hmm. create, you know, that she just at one point was like, get the fuck out and stay out. Well, at one point in time, he wasn't welcome in the state of Ohio anymore. Whoa. So, yeah, he had a record. And if he had come back and like tried to work or have a job or whatever, they would just throw him in jail. Oh, yeah. And he so, liked to party. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was just like she like uh, this is such a testament to my mom because like she owed he owed her so much money in like child support mm-hmm. and everything like that that his picture was on the wall at the post office. Oh my god! And it was so embarrassing because we lived in like a Toledo was like a good sized city. Yeah, and it's like she was just like, all right, I'm gonna cancel all this shit. She didn't even ask for it. She never expected anything. Mm-hmm. And she went to the state and was like, relieve him of this because I'm embarrassed to have his photo up here. Oh, my God. I'm doing it on my own. She raised me by herself until I was 12. I mean, it was, you know, help from aunts and grandmas and uncles and that sort of thing. But um, but she's like, I'm doing this shit on my own. Were you always this tall? Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) I was like her size by the time I was like 10. And I can't. Yeah. I can't imagine what it's like having this big baby Huey. (laughs) child to have to rear <laughs> on your own as a woman you know it's got to be tough yeah i mean i one of my uh friends is uh soon to be a single mom and oh yeah and uh she already a mom or is she already she just uh we just just threw out the balloons just found the the tests oh, you know okay. right. and uh and you know, there's still a struggle with the person that's in her life that's not even, you know, in a relationship with her. Yeah. Um, but I think it's it's going to be hard, but it's definitely doable, and it might even be better. Right. You know, without... Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. It was definitely better for me because the guy, my dad was a dick. Did you ever have a relationship with him? Not really. No, he was just so, like, he was such a selfish person. That he went on to start like another family, and the only reason he started this other family is because he got this woman pregnant. Oh my and god! And then that didn't end well. And like I didn't have a, such a relationship with him that I was in the Navy when I found out that he he died. Right, and mm-hmm. so it was back in the days of flip phones, two thousand three, two thousand four, thereabouts. And um, I just got back from being over in the Persian Gulf, and. Uh, I, like had to walk outside my ship as in Norfolk, Virginia. I got a voicemail from 
my mom saying, hey, I need you to call me. And so I couldn't get a hold of her. She was at work. I called my dad or my stepdad. I call him dad. I call my stepdad. He's like, you need to talk to your mom or whatever. And then I finally get through to her and she's like, hey, your dad died. I was like, oh, thank God. I thought you were going to tell me something happened to grandma. Because <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't. I hadn't seen him by that point. Mm-hmm. And he had, he had OD'd. And it was like, I mean, it was like kind of more of a relief, I guess. I don't know than anything. So it's like, I don't have a relationship with him. I don't really so you care. never saw him like Christmas or a birthday or got a card or. Yeah. So he tried to stay in your life a little bit? A little bit. He was in and out a little bit when I was young. Like, and then I think when I started to get bigger and stuff, like I remember when I, when I went to go see him when I was like 13, 14, I, I'd spent summer, some summers with him, mm-hmm. but it sucked. Like he lived in a basement in Detroit and like I'd had to sleep on the couch and stuff and like. His a wife. basement in Detroit. You can buy a house for two grand in Detroit. You can have a yeah. whole house. <laughs> well, this was this was when the union was still going okay, and like the the this is like in the nineties, mm. and especially like the early nineties. And so I would spend summers with them, but then like I didn't like my stepmom. She sucked. Um, I would go to the boys and girls club and get beat up. And you would? Yeah, I was the only white kid, and I was goofy corduroy Detroit Pistons hat wearing <laughs> kid and like a lot a lot of where the comedy comes from was like learning to be funny and like to, to like to get away that. from that yeah yeah to get away from that but yeah big ass fucking kids you know like not beat up like shit kicked out of me beat up but just picked on and bullied and whatnot yeah. you know <laughs> like I got called stumpy when I was in marching band what were you fat no I was Why just the... like short and I had a round face but Oh. <laughs> What'd you play in marching band? Um, a lot of things. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I first played, uh, I was in percussion. Well, I was a trumpet first. Yeah. Um, and then I was second chair and the boys all picked on me because I was good. And I don't know, maybe, maybe I was fat. I don't know. And then uh, I m- went over to percussion and I tried to do the bass drum, but it, I was only four foot six. <laughs> and it was as big as me, the littlest ones, and I would, couldn't hold it up. So they uh, moved me to cymbals. And then I sucked oh, yeah. at cymbals because they're always in the front row and I needed like a guide to be like, okay, we're moving now. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even in the, I was on the Lions Stadium. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And it was me and Andy Spayman and we were the first, we were the cymbals players and we're standing there and we didn't go and our entire band was already off the field and we were still at the 50 yard line. And oh. so we just ran forward. <laughs> well, I was like, why are why are the teams on the field? And so yeah. we ran forward behind the teams and ran off. And I was like, man, I suck. So then I became a flag it. <laughs> <laughs> that makes way more sense. <laughs> it's like, let me just twirl the little baton thing and right, let me yeah, out of here. Yeah. And then finally I was like, mom, dad, come on. I do not want to do this. Like, stop yeah. <laughs> making me. Yeah, that's how, that's, I, I couldn't get, I, Try to play instruments, and then I don't have rhythm, or and I'm tone deaf. <laughs> so that you need one yeah, of those. You probably need both. Probably right? best have both. Yeah. yeah. Like I always play football. <laughs> <laughs> I could do the band part. I just didn't. I wasn't good at the uh, like moving and playing thing. Yeah, yeah, that's tough. Marching was tough in the military. It took a little bit to get used to. It does. You got to yeah. stay with everyone else. Yeah. We're meant to march alone, you know? Yeah. <laughs> march to the beat of our own. 
symbols. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so your mom got remarried. Yeah, she got remarried when I was like 12, 13. My stepdad, completely opposite of my dad, my real dad. Great how guy. old is, or uh, how did that happen? Like, did they meet at work? They or? Met at like a singles mixer. Aww. Yeah. Your mom just out there. Yeah, this is in like 1992. You got to think about, you know, the girl that you were in close proximity with talking about dating. Your mom going through all that. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. I can't imagine like what. Like, having to explain that you got this kid. It's like, some of my stepdad, for like, on their first date, came to pick my mom up. And I'm, like, walking back from, um, like, playing baseball or whatever. I got mm-hmm. this baseball bat, like, be- behind my back, like, just walking up like some dipshit kid. <laughs> and I'm like, I bet he's looking at me like, man, this, this kid's going to be an asshole. <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> Were you a dick to them? No, I tried not to be, but you know, when you're a kid and you don't have a dad, and then you 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 don't you lack world experience and stuff like that, and you want things to be more about you. And my mom said this one thing. I was like 13, 14, and I was really upset that my stepdad was getting all the attention and stuff. I felt like kind of like ignored, and I wanted. I just was being a bratty ass kid. Uh-huh. I like told my mom, I was like, I just not happy. I don't want this shit. I don't want him around and all that sort of stuff. My mom was like, Don't make me choose between me and your and my happiness. Cause you're gonna lose. Oh my God. Yeah. Good for her. I know, good for her. Setting yeah. Setting up a boundary. Yeah. And that's well that's good. that's that's a lesson. Unfortunately, my wife has to hear that too now. <laughs> 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 that's another I mean, and the same with her, like with her going to Europe with my mom and her mom, and then she's gonna go to Morocco too. Is like that's her. If she had to sit here in New York during the summer and not work while I'm out doing shows and stuff like that, she'd be miserable. Yeah, I would be too. I would. Plus, you have to have your own life so you can have things to talk about when you come home. Right. Yeah. You have to have things that go on. Yeah. That is a nice thing about dating somebody not in comedy. Yeah. Is you don't know all the stories already. Right, yeah, for sure. I often wonder how some of these comedy couples like really work out. Yeah, I don't. I can't. Yeah. I, plus, I'm not a competitive person, and I don't. I feel like a lot of comedy couples can't make it because it gets too competitive. Yeah, I've heard. It gets crazy. Yeah, I've heard a couple of horror stories. It's hard enough for you know podcast hosts to not. <laughs> that way you know i mean even like uh (laughs) anything you work on with like another group of people like there are people i've worked with on stuff who've like gone on to become like a more renowned or whatever and i'm like oh all right i know i have i am sincerely proud of people when they get things and I think that I have my own journey mm-hmm. and I definitely don't think I'm going to take the traditional comedy path and so I'm pretty secure in that and I wish not to sound like condescending or, but I wish and I think that you have that too in you where you know that you have your own thing yeah. you have your own way and uh, if you if those other people make it in the traditional track or if they make it in their own track Fit, great. Yeah. It's going to create so many more opportunities for everybody else. And that's awesome. Right. And it's like, uh, I think it's awesome. And I don't, I think people take that as 
you're not actually sincere. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. 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 I'm like, no, I'm being for real. I'm really proud of you. There's, there's, (laughs) for the most part, like if there, if there's somebody that I know and I like, I'm like generally like pretty happy for them. But if I know them and I don't like them, I'm like, fuck that person. (laughs) You know, fuck them and fuck their opportunities. And I can't wait till they get found out to be frauds. Um, But uh, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't anticipate that out of like being in a relationship with somebody in the same business. But if you watch somebody just become like a huge star, and then you like, it, I imagine it'd probably be kind of tough. The only thing about it is, if you become a huge star, when you become a huge star, right? Sure. You you don't do it on your own. Right. No, you don't. Never. Uh-uh. So there's always someone that's giving you a spot or um, a door guy that worked the second job that's just like chill and said, oh, that guy was funny. Or, you know, even the waitresses at comedy clubs, they create opportunities for you because they bring in people and they serve everyone and they keep people happy. And those happy people will laugh yeah. harder at your jokes. And um, it's like everyone has a place in this world. Yeah. Uh, and they're also doing a tough job. I think you just respect somebody for doing a job. Yes, yeah, yeah. they have to be quiet and serve people in the dark. Yeah, and uh, there's like hecklers, and they have to stop the heckling, and they have to maintain. It's crazy. Yeah, uh, but everybody plays a role in uh, in our success. And if you don't, when you become successful, lift help to lift those people back up again. Mm-hmm. You're a shit person. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You got to It's got to go back in that circle of yeah, energy. Yeah, you got to help out the people who help you. I mean... You can't just butt fuck your way up to the top. Like, I've, <laughs> I, there are people that have their noses so far up celebrities' asses just to get ahead, and you're like, all right, calm down. Like, yeah. just do the work. Put your face down. Do some work. Like, be funny. Work on being funny, and you'll get there. Right. Yeah, you'll find whatever level of success that you're going to... You're probably going to find anyways. You know, like... I was talked about. I talked about this with uh, Karen Fian on my podcast. Is that I wouldn't. Oh, you had Karen on your podcast. I'm <laughs> <laughs> <Wow. laughs> just kidding. Uh, I love Karen. <laughs> she was a real bitch on it. She. <laughs> well, that's Karen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she was great. Um, but we were talking about it, and like Karen comes off as the cuntiest person because she's, she's very good at roast, but yeah. she's the nicest human on sweetheart. the planet. Yeah. Yes. Okay. She was like, whenever I have something I'm publicly bitching about, she's one of the first people that text me. Like, <laughs> you're Aww. great. Don't fuck them, Derek. You're fine. Aww. I love you. You're funny. I'm like, thanks, Karen. Yes, you can come do my show. <laughs> uh, we were talking about it in that, um, I mean, you know, I would have thought that getting fatter and older um, would make me less appealing to women uh, <laughs> and, and get more married. But sometimes, like, women still come, like, you know, broken comedy women especially still come out in the woodworks and like find uh meets attractive for some reason and what i know right it's very surprising shut up no but like uh well being a funny first of person, all you're tall any any woman's gonna fuck a tall guy it doesn't you guys look like you're coming up, you're coming out of the heavens you know there's like is that god Am I, do I get to fuck god now is that thor <laughs> i'm in and we just open our vaginas, our right. hermit crab vaginas come yeah, out. <laughs> yeah. Get that baby fist moving. Get that huge <laughs> clit out. Yeah. Uh, no, well, I think that's somewhat true. And then being confident, being on stage, and then I have huge hands. But like, <laughs> I, I hear that's a thing. Um, it's but I, like I, 
I wouldn't cheat on my wife be or leave her for somebody else because she's been with me since like day one. Yes. She's the one who's like really believed in me. She's part of like being on the team. Or yeah. Whatever. I mean. Plus you're a loyal, good person. That too, you know. And also I quit drinking. Uh, <laughs> so that helps not to make any dumb decisions for sure. But uh, yeah, and I just wouldn't, I wouldn't want to do that to anybody. I and, know. You know. And it, marriage is tough and there's like, a, there's some real low lights. It makes you question like what's, you know, going on and, and are we really secure in this? But if you just communicate and talk through it, for the most part, you'll get through it. Yeah. You know. Everything? You think everything you can get through? Uh, we'll see. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how this vacation of hers goes. Uh, <laughs> I, think, I think you can get through everything. No, I think we'll be fine. I think I'm going to be too busy to to not, to dwell on it. I was, supposed to, I was supposed to take the five weeks off. I was supposed to take it off of work because I have to watch our dog. Mm-hmm. And I um, have to, it sounds really lame if you don't live in New York, but like I got to worry about our car. Yeah, have parking and like that's a whole job. It is. Yeah. Well, luckily in my street, it's not. There's like an eight to nine thirty time, oh. and then there's uh, an eleven. So if you are, if you have your place in an eleven o'clock spot that it can't be parked in, for we have alternate side parking. Everyone that's listening, yeah. uh, if you have, if you are fucked and you got an eleven o'clock spot, you just wait and then you move it to the eight o'clock once that's over, that time is over. Right. So I got really, it's like legitimately those streets are touching. The oh, eight you got to ninth, I got so lucky. Not, There's not always me. a spot. Yeah. No, not, no, God, no, not me. We have four days a week. It's like four out of the five work days. Like Wednesday's the only day that they don't have, you don't have to move your car. Yeah. And so, so that's a whole job every day. I have to go like move the car, then take care of the dog and then go to work and then go do comedy and then come home. And, I thought about it and it was like, well, if I have all this free time and like comedy shows, especially during the summer, don't get going till the sun goes down. Mm-hmm. I have all this free time during the day. I'm going to be twiddling my thumbs. Like I'll start smoking way too much weed. <laughs> uh, maybe take mushrooms. I don't know. Just like a lot of bad stuff would germinate from not yeah. having my hands and my mind. <laughs> um, so you think that that's like going to give you more temptation? I think having, no, I think working and keeping my mind occupied is going to be good for me. Yeah, you have a lot of projects. The only problem is uh, sticking to that. Like I have uh, a script that I've been working on with someone that has a very long resume of script writing. And he was like, I will bring this to a meeting. This is a good idea, but you have to finish it. And he's like, you have until the 15th of July or I'm done with you. And I was like... Oh my god! Okay, all right, all right. I'm on it. I'm uh, uh yeah. And so that's um, good when somebody makes like a deadline for you. Because yeah. So maybe you need to make like micro goals all along the I way. Know. I'm thinking about taking social media off while she's gone, like just like for my mental health. But isn't she gonna be mad if you don't see what she's doing? Isn't no. she gonna post? She doesn't care. She doesn't care. She's not. Th- she's not that way. <laughs> she's super down to earth and pretty chill, and and she doesn't really put that kind of pressure on me like that, which is great. That's um, really nice. Yeah. I always put a lot of pressure on everyone that I'm dating. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. Uh, <laughs> never would have noticed. Um, 
George. <laughs> I know. I call because when I put up the new logo, yeah, I like every single one of his posts. I mean, he only has like a hundred followers, and I want him to feel supported. Yeah, of course. And uh, and so I mean, I have a couple more followers than he does, and uh, so when whenever I post something that's important to me. If he hasn't liked it in the first like ten minutes, I'm like, like my post. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Good I'm su- I'm super chill. Yeah. I'm super chill. Um, That's why I know she doesn't like uh, a joke. Is when she doesn't like she likes all my shit. And yeah, I'll notice when she doesn't. I really thought you were gonna mimic Karen's ass shot in the shower. Oh, I should. I know. I was like, this would have been perfect because yeah. she did it for Bushwick Bears. I know she did it for the. Sh- I should have done that. That's a good call. Oh God! Next time. Next time. Next yeah. time. Okay. I'll have to, yeah. I have to do one of our sponsors. Oh, go for it. Okay, sweet. Um, it's actually one of my favorites. It's Ritual. It is a. Uh, it's a multivitamin that's been reimagined. It is transparent. It's translucent. It's uh, non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, and it has a little minty taste to it. And I'm not even reading off the script here. I love it this much. I actually, uh, two of my clients are pregnant, and I put them on the prenatal. So uh, make sure to go check it out at uh, ritual.com forward slash happy health. You get 10% off for the first three months. If you go to ritual.com forward slash happy health, it is uh, it's a subscription based. So it's delivered to you. It is uh, so you don't even have to think about it. You take it once in the morning, once in the evening. And so if you're drinking Coke Zero and you burp, it does taste like mint. <laughs> it doesn't have that horrible fishy taste that normally it has. Uh, also, if you go to their website, tons, tons of information there. So health information. So if you want to just go and research, uh, everything and anything, you can go into a rabbit hole of, uh, of nutrition facts. So make sure to check it out. Ritual.com forward slash happy health. Yeah. <laughs> Who is that? I don't know. Oh, man. I know there was this, hello? Yeah. Is it God again? Yeah. Did he come to fuck that, us? Yeah. <laughs> that was an odd, like right at the end of your ad read too. <laughs> I know. Done. <laughs> <laughs> Completed. <laughs> oh my god! I cannot wait. Do you have any big projects that you're working on that you're excited about? I am filming. I I just filmed something with uh, Boris Hyken again this past weekend, and then coming up. Um, do you know Jack I Comstock? Love, I fucked Jack Comstock for a while. Oh, did you? I did. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. He's a hammer of a dick. Good ass. Just, uh, just <laughs> yeah, he was on the show before. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, he was helping me with my rooftop show when it was first starting, so he was just around. <laughs> so I was like, "You want to come on?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I guess I would say. Yeah, I, guess I know, you would know him. Yeah, I guess you would <laughs> have a deep working knowledge of Jack. Um, he has a deeper working knowledge of me, but yeah, that's true, especially with his hammer. That dick. thing is huge. You know I what, Jack? I don't do want it. you to make it in comedy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you only get one. Huge dick or a comedy career. Unless you're Artie Fuqua. Um, Holy shit. Yeah. So anyway, so he's got a web series uh, film in the summer. I have a role in it. And so I'm going to be doing that. Good for him. Yeah. 
I'm glad he's doing something <laughs> other than every single female comedian. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> believe it or not, it's about his job at the bowling alley. Uh, no. <laughs> it, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, it does take place at a bowling alley. But uh, no, I'm super excited about that. And then I'm just doing a whole bunch of shows and stuff in the city. Watching my dog. <laughs> Moving your car. Moving my car. Yeah. Riding. And we got Bushwick Bears every Sunday um, at Mad Tropical. Uh, and then, yeah, I can't wait to do that again. And then, absolutely. <laughs> and then doing gigs. I'm headlining the Church of Satire. Ooh, Hanover, Pennsylvania, coming up soon. Oh my gosh, good. Yeah, it's a lot of lot of little things like that. I know. That's what. It, like, there's like a weird. You get into these like highs, and everything is crushing, yeah. and it's like a month, and then all of a sudden you have three months of piddles and then you go right back up and right, it's yeah. yeah this is a it's an insane career mostly because you get addicted to the highs and lows you know mark gerber who is a uh, featured reoccurring host on happy never after now yeah. he brought up uh intermittent reinforcement which is a therapy term and it's about like how how this is a shitty career. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but because we get like a little taste of happiness every once in a while, we hold on. Because we're like, remember that time it was really good? Yeah. I swear it's going to come back. And that's right. the same thing in relationships. Mm-hmm. Like a, uh, your significant other will do will be just a shitty fucking person. Yeah. <laughs> but every once in a while, they'll give you just a little taste of what you're looking for. And you hold on to that for yeah. the rest of your Goddamn relationship, George. <laughs> George, don't squander this. <laughs> don't squander it. You can do it. You can be a good for no, I'm, I'm excited I for when George. your thing comes out. I know, me too. Yeah, I'm really eager to see that. I do need a couple of things from you okay. uh, about it, and I'm glad that you're here because all of a sudden I was like, oh, yeah, I was supposed to message you about this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so... So like when I when we were filming, so what we did was we uh, we filmed a bunch of uh, comedians working out, uh, and what I thought was funny in the moment, mm. there's so many things that were funnier that we it's oh, just, just yeah you don't oh even my notice. god yeah. yeah Chloe and Remy. I left the room to go get equipment and they were talking so much shit. And it was <laughs> they didn't know that the camera was still on. Yeah, that's oh, awesome. Oh, it was the best. Oh my God, I cannot wait. And even if nothing comes of this, like if I I'll put it up on Instagram for everybody. It's sure. so good. Yeah, it's awesome. Oh I've my seen god. Some of the stills. The stills are really good. So funny. You yeah. falling hilarious. Um, okay, so where can so every Sunday Mad Tropical, what else? Oh yeah, every Sunday Mad Tropical, follow me on Instagram. I'm at Derek Hump Comedy. <laughs> I had to find a Twitter handle and Instagram handle that both matched. I know, because you used to have a funny Instagram handle. Now I don't. No. Um, Fucked it all up. <laughs> I know. Well, it's because I just want to be consistent. So Twitter and Instagram, I'm at Derek Hump Comedy. My Twitter sucks. My Instagram's tight. <laughs> and uh, check out my website, DerekHumphrey.com. I've got videos and stand-up dates and all sorts of stuff there. Sick. All right. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, and then I'm sure we'll have you on again. And uh, you'll be on the next Rooftop Show. Oh, awesome. Yeah. I will. I'll, so be, I'll be here. You'll be here. <laughs> it's July 15th if it doesn't rain. Cool. So if it rains, we'll have to put it on an indoor platform. But uh, yeah, July 15th, everybody. Next Rooftop Show. We had so many people last time and it was a such a fucking blast. Oh, yeah. That weather was perfect. All right. Uh, you can always follow us at happyneverafter.com. Uh, no, wait. 
Happy Never After podcast on Instagram. Sorry, I've never done this before. Uh, Or follow me directly at Mara Merrick. You guys are awesome. Love you.